Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, Chiefs are one game closer to the perfect season. Hey, there you go. Yeah, uh, one one game closer to them hitting 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 the over that I predicted them <laughs> to, to hit in the yes. in the preseason betting. Uh, solid game. Uh, I know Panthers got some analysis, and I'm sure Rich has some analysis uh, on that game. Um, but of course, you know today is is September 11th, so let's uh, you know let's make sure that we're paying our respects to that of course um i i again like i'm in the new york new jersey area so you know uh, every every time this rolls around you know it's it's a time of reflection but it's also time for me to think back of sports and how sports uh, kind of uh helped this country out and help help me out you know even though well, the mets ended up Sucking that year, but you know, <laughs> I mean, what what can you do? But I, I do fondly think back to uh, the, the the Mets and Yankees playing right after September 11th uh, happened, and uh, you know, so after this tragedy, you have sports to kind of pick you up, and you know, we're we're here, we are uh, month, whatever of this pandemic, whatever whatever you want to say, you know, and we have sports uh, every single day now, <laughs> multiple sports, oh, yeah. sometimes too much sports to talk about, so. Uh, that's why we're here for you all, and uh, I look forward to talking about today, and tomorrow's more football to talk about, so even better. Even better. Rich, what's up, man? Uh, just coming off one of those days where you, you know, the day before, I couldn't get anything wrong, and yesterday, I couldn't get anything right, so I'm looking to get back on the get things right train today. <laughs> it's yeah. fun to see that the NFL's backing up. You got only the sports bets running everywhere, but your fantasy teams, and you're waiting for your guy to score, and you know, I had Hilaire yesterday and got stuffed a couple times at the one-yard line, and I was playing against Mahomes, and it just seemed to be like the par for the course for the day. 
my guy gets stuffed and he throws the one yard touchdown, which I, I think quarterbacks who threw one who, who throw one yard touchdown should be actually negative points in fantasy football. Mm, yes. <laughs> negative points. I I was doing this build up so Panther could really do his analysis. Uh-huh. And he uh, has, I know. I yeah. know. He, he's gone. He's yeah. dropped. He dropped. I, I knew, I knew yeah. what you were doing too, man. Like yeah. we, we typically have an order to the show where right. it goes me, then Panther, then Rich. So then what you were trying to do was okay, let's just skip Panther for a second so he can do his whole analysis and then he just leaves us yes panther what's going on but dude i don't even know how many times i gotta tell my boss do not call me within this window because you <laughs> fuck up my podcast <laughs> is your boss a woman so, no so that's a very woman like behavior like you know he knows where i'm going so right. ah, whatever um, so you had a lot to years. say I did. 19 years, though. I, I just were reflecting on what Max said. I, I, can you believe it's been 19 years since 9-11? And it just seems like it was last year. It's it's uh, a sombering time, but uh, I always do take an opportunity to reflect and remember um, and, you know, pay my respects to those who lost their lives that day. But, you know, we, you guys were talking about the Chiefs and yeah, I went on this little rant free show. Um, you know, if you if you watch the game and in my case listen to the game there's a couple takeaways um one was they really never challenged the texans defense down the field mahomes there's no magic there was no throwing at 50 yards 60 yards um they got all this speed but they really didn't use it and i my theory my hypothesis if you will is that they know what they have they wanted to see what they have with mr hilaire who had an absolute phenomenal game for his first time out. No preseason reps against any opponents, just getting out there. Um, they they got themselves in some short-yarded situations, midfield and particularly goal line, and he couldn't get the job done. And I'm not necessarily sure that this is a reflection of him. This guy was running people over. He was trucking them over. But when the situation came down to, hey – it's first and goal from the one. We're going to run it. Houston knows you're going to run it, and they couldn't punch it in. And I think that's more reflective of the offensive line getting their shit together because I thought Hilaire, for being you know a short, stout guy, um, really was trucking people over. And the other thing that's noteworthy, you know, Max had talked about you know Westbrook and LaShawn McCoy and these guys that Andy Reid has had in his past, Kareem Hunt. Um, they're pass catching running backs. The running backs only caught two balls all night long and Hilaire wasn't one of them. So I, I really believe that this was almost a preseason game for the chiefs, which seems almost disrespectful to the Texans, but since they kicked their ass in the playoffs, maybe they just knew what they had. Um, they wanted to see what they could do. They had a what, 13, 15 yard or a play drive, 91 yards, uh, nine minutes off the clock. I can't remember a time when the Chiefs had ever taken nine minutes off the clock on one series. So I was thoroughly impressed with what the Chiefs did. If the Chiefs can control the clock and then they're still as explosive as they've always been, the NFL better look out because there's not a damn thing you're going to do to stop this team. There you go. I like that news. Too bad for you and your Raiders, though. Stupid Raider fan. Dude, they moved to Vegas. I mean, if, if the Chiefs oh, would have no. moved to Vegas, I'd be I'm a just, Chiefs fan. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're a Raider fan now, so you get all the love that Raider fans get you. You stupid I, fuck. I know. Yep. 
Raider Raider fan goes to hell. Uh, yep. All Raider fans go to hell. Yep. Hey guys, you know, I, I just I just had a birthday a couple weeks ago, so I'm getting older and my uh, memory my, my memory's fading here. Um did did any of you guys take the Chiefs to cover this game yesterday? I, I can't quite recall if someone on the show actually had faith in this Chiefs team enough to bet them. I just just trying to refresh my memory here. Maybe I got to download and listen to yesterday's episode. I don't remember, Max. I don't remember how it went. Uh, okay. Drawing right. a blank. No, I just remember two days ago. I, you know, <laughs> coming off that day, I, I couldn't follow you on anything. Uh, no, Max took the Chiefs. It was it was part for the course. So, I so mean, now I, I can I follow to... Rich today, though, then because yeah, yeah. Take, taking that same logic and Rich's yeah. Rich's terrible day yesterday, I shouldn't follow him today. Then, yeah. Well, we all and we all pushed on the goddamn total fifty four. That's what it was. We all pushed. All right. Let's get to the NBA. We actually have sports to talk about that happened today. Uh, first up, Nuggets Clippers. Nuggets opened up plus eight, and they are plus eight now. Yeah, the, the Lakers are doing their part to have the all-LA Western Conference matchup that we were destined to have the moment that Anthony Davis was traded to the Lakers, the moment that Paul George was traded to the Clippers, and the moment that the finals MVP, Leonard Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, joined the Clippers as well. So while I do believe the Clippers will win this series, I'm not quite ready to write off the Nuggets. I mean, this is a team that was down 3-1 to one before. If you, if you remember, we wrote them off a couple of times in the last series. But this team needs to play some offense. Averaging under 100 points per game in a series is not going to yield many wins in today's NBA. Maybe Jamal Murray used up his offensive magic in that Jazz series. But he needs to find it again if Denver is is to survive or basically then yield to Michael Porter Jr. and just say, here, take as many shots as you want. I'm, I, I can't actually bet this one. I'm going to lean the nuggets here. But I almost feel like if you think Denver is going to cover this one, if, if they're going to be within the eight, you're probably better off betting them uh, with the money line to win it. Uh, my problem is I just don't think the payout is is quite high enough for that risk. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Denver. I, I think they probably win this one before the Clippers come out and just thump them to close the series. You know, after they'd won their their first game, I I thought maybe the Nuggets really had something for the Clippers. But uh, even after you get some bulletin board material, you call Jokic out. Um, I mean, they, man, the Clippers have just put the clamps on the Nuggets and. When you're staring at the Lakers, who will most likely close out their series tomorrow, I feel like the Clippers aren't going to take the foot off the gas. Like, they have an opportunity to get a few days off, get some rest before they take on the Lakers. I think it's all systems go for the Clippers. The Nuggets have been completely overmatched, particularly on the bench, um, where it's been Michael Porter Jr. and basically nobody else for the Nuggets. Um, So, yeah, I'm – Drinking the Clipper Kool-Aid, maybe not enough to eat the eight points, but I'll lean the Clippers for, to close it out. I have the Clippers winning by exactly eight points, and I'm still thinking about betting the Clippers because the two teams have played uh, six times in 2020, and L.A. has won five of them, and only one of them has been less than 10 points. So I'm going to lean the Clippers, but – as uh, Panther was kind of saying, Denver's having a difficult time putting uh, points up on the board. So my Magic Excel sheet says that the real, the best play today here is to take the under. So I'm also going to bet the under 
216 and a half. Yep, 216 and a half. That's right. All right. Perfect. Can't, can't find anything better. <laughs> all right. I'm going to lean the nuggets here. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Just like Rich, this is, I've got them, them uh, Clippers winning by seven. Oh, so it's a lean for me on the nuggets. I don't really trust them that much. I don't like this one. I, I, I fear that the yeah, Clippers are going to roll. <laughs> all right. Next up, we've got Celtics. Raptors Celtics opened at two and a half minus two and a half. They are minus two and a half now. Well, it all comes down to this. Uh, I would like to say that it's been a great series, but I would say it's been 50% of a great series. Cause if you really break it down through six games, only three of them have seen both teams play really well in the same game. Sadly, the Raptors have won all three of those. So I don't know if that bodes too well for Boston here in game seven. Because if their only hope is for the Raptors to have a bad night, I, how how do you game plan for that? It's like, oh, well, the Raptors are going to shoot poorly tonight, so we're going to win the game. We're going to blow them out. You look at game six, and uh, absolutely epic. Great game. Boston had plenty of chances to win that one, but Toronto, specifically Kyle Lowry, wanted it more. Just wanted to win that game more. The dude was dying on the court. He, he took a folding chair during a timeout to sit down just to get a breath, but it got up and just hit every single shot he had to hit to win that game. So I do expect Marcus smart to be all over Lowry tonight. Uh, I think he's going to shadow him. I think he's just going to just try to frustrate him. There might be some punches thrown because these guys were getting chippy in game six. This is game seven. I, I there's going to be some shoving. There's definitely going to be something going on between smart and Lowry tonight. You're looking at the money. It's heavily coming in on Boston here. But it seems like Vegas likes that minus 2.5 line. Uh, I'm imagining this being a defensive game. Definitely look at the under here, I think. And once again, I think it comes down to the wire. So if both teams are playing well, this is a close game. Take the team with the points. I'm going to bet the Toronto Raptors here. Oh, good Lord. He's betting against the Celtics. Um, it's, a, it's a psychological uh, play. Don't let him fool yeah, you. It's a psychological yeah, yeah, play. No, totally, no, totally reverse. He'll take, yeah, he'll take that loss. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're, they're a um, Kemba Walker showing up last game from this series being over. The dude played 52 minutes. He led both teams in minutes played. Five points. Five. I think I could maybe even do that. Kemba Walker makes one bucket, <laughs> one extra bucket. This series is over. I Austin has controlled this series. I think Toronto um, kind of got lucky with that three-point shot from Onanubi in the in when they got their first win. You had to go to double overtime to get this win. Um, I mean, it's been all about their three-point shooting. I I expect Walker to show up. I expect Marcus Smart to be all over Kyle Lowry, like Max said. I feel like the Celtics have controlled this series, but man, how can it not be in your head that you have played this well and now you're staring at a game seven? I almost feel like this is just a catastrophe waiting to happen. I think Boston's the better team, but they're showing signs of implosion. I'm going to help Max and the Celtics out. I'm going to bet the Raptors. Oh, no. <laughs> I think this has been a series of whose team stars have played horribly. You know, Kemba Walker played pretty bad last time. But 
Van Fleet and Siakam didn't play much better. The, the, the two combined to be 12 for 41, three for 18 from three-point line. Had they made their normal number of threes, the game wouldn't have gone uh, to overtime as well. So I my computer sheet keeps telling me over and over and over again that Toronto is going to win this game if they play this game Three times, Toronto would win twice. So I'm going to put the uh, kiss of death right into your lap there, Mr. Arch. But before we do, I'm actually eyeballing the over in this game. It's going to go 100 to 100 and go into overtime, and then they're going to score a combined four points and go over 203.5. So I have this game going over 203.5 85% of the time. So I'm taking, I'm betting the over and Toronto here. And the over. Ooh. Two, three and a half. Oof. I, I gotta, I gotta dance with the team that brought me here. I gotta, <laughs> I'm gonna take the Celtics. I'm going on an island. I'm gonna take the Celtics minus the two and a half. My sheet, I don't have a side either side because I actually have it two and change. Celtics win by two and change. So that's it. Here we go. I feel Max smiling over there from you being on the island. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully. I think, I think it probably does go over two, over the 203. All right. Let's scroll on down here because we're going to the ice. Tampa Bay and the Islanders, Max. As great as the Islanders' defense is, the Lightning are just better, uh, playing better defensively in the series so far. The, the problem is with the Islanders is their offense is nowhere close to the Lightning's. So that doesn't bode well for the Islanders in this series. As I've mentioned before, I do think the, Island, uh, the, the Lightning end up winning this series. But you look at game two, they managed to keep it really close. And what did I say yesterday with the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights is an underdog that can keep it close is always worth sniffing as a value play. Looking at the Lightning here, uh, one of their best forwards, Braden Point, more than likely is going to miss the game. And I think that could be one of the reasons that this line is so low. If it drops any lower, you might actually find value betting Tampa Bay here. It just seems weird because the, the majority of the money is on Tampa Bay. And, and that line has gotten better for them. So I wish the payout was more for the Islanders because honestly... By calculations, I shouldn't be betting this one. But much like last year, I'm going to go down with the ship, and I will bet New York. They can't lose them all, right, Max? <laughs> uh, they can. They can, Panther. They absolutely can, and they might get swept in this series, but I will go down swinging every single time. Well, see, th- this is the situation. I- I'm kind of with you on the whole probably shouldn't be betting it. I've gotten my money off of betting Tampa twice. And the, the line's getting better for them. There's probably enough value. The Islanders can get swept. The Islanders cannot get swept. I mean, they, they played them really, really close. But if you're telling me that the only way the Islanders can have a shot at winning a game is they got to keep Tampa at two goals or less, I'm even less inclined to like my odds. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm going down with the ship, too. I just, it just costs me more money. I got my money out of the first two games, so I'm actually just going to lean this one. I'm going to lean the Tampa Bay Lightning to get it up to 3-0. Hmm. 
these teams have played 10 times uh, in the last 10 times and Tampa Bay has won seven of them. Four of those seven were by two goals or more. You know, I used to tell my son, good teams find a way to win. That's what great teams do. Even when they have a bad game and bad teams, and not necessarily are the Islanders bad, but the, the lesser of two teams find a way to lose. And that's what we saw in the last game. Tampa found a way to win late, and I think they'll find a way to win again today. I'm not going to bet it, but I'm going to lean Tampa because I think they're going to win. Okay. Um my implied probability versus uh you know my my winning percentage it's it's drying up. I I it keeps going down for New York going up for Tampa and I'm not quite there. I don't have a nearly 60% chance for Tampa to win and I don't quite have the 43. Yeah, it's it's right around there. Yeah, to do it. So I'm going to have to lean New York on this one. I think that, yeah. The oasis is drying up pretty quick here. Which is weird for a team being down 2-0. Yeah. For the line to be dropping in these games. It's it just it's bizarre. Yeah. Like I, I can't quite explain it. And and you would think then with the you know that the line keeps dropping for, for Tampa, that more bets keep coming in on them and more money is coming in on Tampa as this line is dropping what you know, ten cents in some books or yeah, you know yeah. like I mean it's it it's weird. Like you would you would expect being down two oh right now, the Islanders would be plus one fifty. Yeah. Plus one thirty four? I mean, no. Is it a trap? Is it it's a trap? it's looking trappish, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it looking trappish if 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 this money is coming in on Tampa Bay and that line is getting better for the the lightning, it is looking trappish. I I, I can't explain it. I like Something's up. I, I really do think maybe it comes down to the Braden point factor and that Vegas is just saying without point, then, you know, there's uh, less scoring opportunities for the Lightning. But they're a stacked fucking team. I don't think one player being out for them dictates this line being so low for them. Weird I think stuff. if it is 150, everybody jumps on New York and there's just enough of a chance that New York wins. Mm-hmm. It would take Vegas to the cleaners. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're seeing. All right. Panther, what you got in baseball, man? Well, there's a game that I want to talk about, but I couldn't find a line. So can you tell me if we have a line for Seattle and the Diamondbacks? No. Well, Bet Online, a book I'm not really familiar with, is saying Seattle plus 105, Arizona minus 115. I don't know anything about that book. I don't have an account there or anything. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk about that one because it's Max and I's favorite son, Caleb Smith is finally going to pitch. You and Max and, have a son? Uh, yeah, yeah. He didn't know? He's a beautiful kid. Beautiful <laughs> <He is>. kid. <laughs> talented, very talented. You've seen what, what uh, both me and, what me and Panther look like. You can only imagine what our, our amalgamation of a son would look like. Yeah, he would right. have to be beautiful. He yeah. would have to make up for what we look like. You know, you do a soft, he would do a soft shoe routine with uh, Gene Wilder. Hope he gets your height. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe Cable Smith is going to put on the Ritz tonight. Yeah, there you go. All That's right, so we reference. I, we had a we had a uh, I had a backup plan in case of that situation, but I, that was one I wanted to look at. I think uh, Caleb Smith being on the mound wants to get a few good outings before the season's over, so I'll be looking at that Diamondbacks game. But um, since that one, we don't really have a real good grasp of what the payout is. I'm gonna oh my god, this is the second day in a row I'm gonna take an underdog, and maybe Rich will yell at me for doing it. I'm getting the Cubs with a plus line against the Brewers. But God forsaken, John Lester's on the hill. And that's got to be the only reason I'm getting a plus line. 
Maybe he gives up two runs in the first inning that yank his ass. I don't know. But the Brewers suck. The Cubs can probably withstand Lester's meltdown, or maybe I get lucky and he pitches an absolute decent game. (laughs) He's not going to pitch a gem, right? So just give me a decent game, Lester. I'm going to bet the Cubs with the plus line. Yeah, your hope here is uh, Brandon Woodruff did not look good in his last start. So, I mean, as, as you know, uh, if he has Lester looked in his last couple of starts, I mean, Woodruff is coming off of a, a pretty bad start. If you want some bad news here, though, man, is you can see that this line is it continues to get worse for Milwaukee. That's because almost all of the money is coming on Milwaukee. The, the, the betting, the public is split 50 50 on this one, but. A lot of big money's coming in on Milwaukee here, so uh, that's why that line is shifting uh, the way that it is. Um, I'm going to lean the Brewers here, but I don't have faith in Woodruff, and definitely not at one fifty minus one fifty nine. If Lester can keep the Cubs in the game, and that's the big if right there, because he's been bad lately. Um, their bullpen has been much improved uh, lately, so maybe Lester can keep him in the game. I don't know. I actually have Milwaukee winning this game pretty handily. So I'm I'm not going to take either side of this bet. Can't bet against the Cubs. Can't uh, bet against my lovable losers. But from a run line differential, I think you got it there. If Lester can keep him in the game, the Cubs are far better on the road in terms of scoring and holding opponents down than the Brewers are at home. So I'll lean the Cubbies, but nothing more. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Brewers here. Almost. Technically speaking, it should actually trigger a bet. Uh, yeah, I've got like 1% uh, wiggle room here for the Brewers. I just don't want to lay 159. I've, I've given enough money to baseball. I've sacrificed enough on this fucking altar of 2020. I'm just going to lean the Brewers here. I was just dying to find something to play. There was too many Aaron, you know, Aaron Nola, DeGrom. There was just too many aces and no values. So that was it. That was my plus line for the day. It's a shot in the dark. I don't feel great about it. Rich, give us something to feel great about. Something to feel great about. Well, I'm gonna my run line, and then I'll have an underdog for you too. But the run line is gonna be my is gonna be my hometown, but not my home team, Chicago White Sox. They've scored uh, or hit a major league or American League leading 74 home runs, and the Detroit pitcher Corey Mize is uh, giving up about a home run every uh, four and a third innings, and their bullpen gives up about 1.6 per nine. So. I expect the White Sox to put a few balls out of the park and to outscore the Tigers by about seven to four. So I'm run lining the Chicago White Sox. I don't really know what kind of value you're getting there. It's what minus two seventy seven as a as a regular line. What is it? Minus one eighty five as a run line. <laughs> see, see. I think it was like minus one forty, but that's okay. Yeah. Cut the line in half. Minus one thirty-seven. One thirty-seven. Okay, there you go. So you're you're getting significant value there. Yeah, it's it's not a bad play. I mean, uh, you know, as run lines go, I think you're right. Uh, White Sox are uh, just playing really, really well this season. Uh, better than we all anticipated. Uh, they can absolutely kill teams. Uh, you, you, you're looking at their their last week, even um, other than that blip against the Pirates. I mean, their their run differential over their last ten games just it's it's ridiculously good. Detroit, eh, you know, they they went through a stretch where they were playing fairly well, but then just obliterated. Just you know, you just gave up. Uh, so 
I'm with you, man. Like uh, uh, with with almost all of the money coming in on the White Sox, that line keeps getting worse for them. I think the White Sox is definitely the play. It's it's not a terrible run line if you're into that type of thing. I'm into that kind of thing, just not in this game. And you know, Casey Mize is actually one of Detroit's prize prospects, up and coming pitchers. He's gotten roughed up. You know, he didn't have a lot of um, preseason or minor league ball to to get warmed up so he's been roughed up a little bit but like we saw with Brady Singer last night uh, for the Royals uh, just need a little exposure get some of those major league innings under your belt and you can pitch an absolute gem uh, there's huge value here to me in taking the Tigers uh, with that big plus line so I'm gonna I'm gonna, it's not gonna trigger a bet for me because I don't really like the Tigers that much but I'm gonna lean the Tigers with that plus line there's actually no value in betting the Tigers. Even at their implied probability of 28%, there's still 10%, 10% above what uh, I have them at. I have them like closer to 18% chance to win this game. White Sox roll. You could actually bet the minus 276 in my, in my math and, and you know feel comfortable. You've got almost 10% there as well. I'm not going to throw that much money, but if you wanted to just take a minus 276 play, go for it. I'm going to lean the White Sox. Oh, I was thinking maybe you're going to lean the run line. Oh, okay, I'll lean the run line. Hey, we got some uh, some some progress going on here. There you go. Now let's parlay it, and then we can teaser all our football games too. Sounds like a good uh, bake the book idea for me. <laughs> <laughs> What's your underdog play? I'm going to come to your hometown today and take the Pittsburgh Pirates to beat the Kansas City Royals. That's my uh, underdog play that they actually have the Pirates winning this game. And then when you look at the, the matchup, Pittsburgh pitcher Steve Brault, since moving into the uh, starting rotation, has a 278 ERA and only a 134 whip, whereas the uh, KC pitcher on the year is hard luck pitcher, 0-5, and given up about five runs in, in, in ERA of five. So, if Pittsburgh's going to win one down there, this is going to be the one. So that's my underdog play of the day, the Pittsburgh Pirates. We are family. This is a fun one here because I was I was actually leaning KC and I was like, ah, do I want to eat minus 126 on KC? And you know what? Richard's convinced me. I do. Oh. I'm going to bet the Royals here. I'm going to I'm going to fade Rich. I was looking for an opportunity to bet the Royals because I mean, they've done so well for me this season anyway. So, yeah. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, you know, all of the money's coming in on the Royals. That line's getting worse for them. Um, yeah, why not? Have fun. Bet the Royals. Uh, every time I bet the Royals, they shit the bed. And I looked at this game. And I was like, man, I really want the Royals. So to almost ensure that Rich wins, I'm going to bet the Royals. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, I think Rich is probably right. The uh, projections say the Pirates should win this game. I'll lean the Pirates. I'm not going to bet against the Royals, but I'll lean the Pirates just to try and hamstring Rich a little bit. Just a little bit. The peninsula, not the island. Yes, exactly. Is there any value in taking the Blue Jays plus this 178, 180 versus DeGrom? Absolutely. I thought so, too. I, I was kind of Absolutely. eyeballing this one. Because, I mean, well, there's still, what, two innings after DeGrom leaves? Two and a half innings? <laughs> yeah. You're Jairus Familia or uh, Diaz away from from winning that game. I don't care if if Degrom throws you know uh, a one hitter through uh, seven innings. There's still two more innings after that. It's not it's not a shortened game today, right? It's not one of those double headers that ends at seven. 
absolutely there's some value in in Toronto, but I mean you can see where the betting is coming in. Oh on yeah, by that line shift. Yeah, I don't have Toronto winning the game, but I have them covering that you know 36 percent implied probability. So I'm going to bet Toronto. I haven't done anything today, so I'm going to bet them. These are the situations where I'm I'm inclined to just bet the first five, right? Like you take the Mets if you want to play that big of money. But you, get it. you would push, man. It would be zero zero. There you go, or one one. <laughs> push. He's three and one. He's gotten some run support. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm off this game. Yeah, me. I'm off it too. I have the Mets actually winning five to three. So. I, I would lean the Mets, but you know, at the, there's no value in betting the Mets today. Oh, five to three. That sounds like more than one and a half. That's a run line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it is a run line, except the Blue Jays own the run differential and the power ranking. So my I don't cross my streams. I'm very disciplined, even when it leads to me to a one and four Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you go. That's all I got. So NFL tomorrow, right? We're doing breaking our NFL plays down. I guess we'll record tomorrow. I guess we'll release it tomorrow, too, to give people time to listen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So NFL tomorrow. Just, yeah. So I'm excited. It's a back, man. But Max, that's it. That is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com or download the DGENS app. That is D-E-G-E-N-S exclamation point. That is the DGENS app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app. Or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Friday. Final words, Rich. Yes, it's Friday, and I have Max spite betting the Kansas City Royals today. So <laughs> You gotta love it. You gotta love it, man. I, I, I peer pressured you into to making money with the Raptors the other day, and now I'm spite betting against you. This is what it's come down to. This is where it's come down to, yes. And and always and as always, it comes down to you telling your friends about us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on any of those social apps that the kids use. Tell your friends about them. Uh, let them know, especially tomorrow with the NFL coming back. We're going to have a lot of stuff to cover, some great picks, got college football. So now is really the time to have your friends join us uh, because friends don't let friends bet without listening to the Deegans. Mr. Panther, Las, Raider, Las Vegas Raiders fan. You don't got to go to hell in my book, but you do got to take us home. I'll try and take us home. We're two hours away. I've just been, all I've done is drive through rain. I was so tired last night. Arch is a slave driver. Made me do a college football podcast at damn near midnight. But uh, all good stuff. Having a having a blast doing this. Um, you guys know the deal. Hopefully you did better than us yesterday. I, I, I really shit the bed yesterday. But get on the app. Get on the website. Let us know what you did yesterday. What you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, make the money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 